I'd like to welcome you all to episode 24 of the Flight 742 podcast. I'm your captain, Jimmy Robichaud. Today we're going to get into just one topic, albeit an exceptional one. Today I have two very special guests. I get to interview my niece and nephew and get their perspective as graduating seniors, both high school and college respectfully, on how all this COVID-19 quarantine is affecting them with what was supposed to be an exciting year for them. I also get a better insight into what our youth are going through and what they feel like could actually help them cope through this difficult time. Once again, this is the Flight 742 Podcast. Remember to like, share, and hit the subscribe button to get notifications when the podcast lands. Hope you have your boarding passes ready. We'll be taking off shortly. As many of you may know, I am, I guess you would say, extremely proud of my nieces and nephews. And not just because of uh, the certain things that they may accomplish uh, throughout their life or have accomplished in their life, but more so just for them growing up to be just decent human beings and members of society. So um, originally, it was supposed to be two of them um, in particular, my my nephew, uh, Baron Bradley. Uh, the second and my niece Carol Pressmack. Um, now they're they're in a special place right now. Both of them are, um, as all of us are going through something dealing with this pandemic and you know losses that we are experiencing. Uh, one of the things that I feel is being lost in this is the fact that our youth, more specifically those that are seniors that had their last year essentially taken from them and it was through no fault of their own. Now, um, for high school seniors, this was something very peculiar about them that I found that prompted me to do this. But uh, I realized that all, all graduating seniors this year actually was born uh, after 9-11. So essentially, their whole life has been chaos. They were born in the chaos uh, after September 11, and essentially now they're being released into the world, if you will, um, into chaos again. Uh, this, this, I think, will be our new normal, as people are saying that, you know, hey, I can't wait to get back to normal, but uh, I think that normal, or at least what we knew originally as normal is uh, kind of no longer, but you know, we'll have a new normal after this. Essentially what happened after 9-11 where now, you know, you, you know, you're taking off your shoes and you know, you're getting checked 30 times before you actually get on a plane. Um, I think we'll see something similar to that uh, start to happen. Uh, and like I said, essentially become our new normal. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm one for nostalgic. So uh, people that at times I, I tend to go back and, you know, revisit my yearbook and just kind of reminisce about my particular senior year, uh, as I'm sure most of you do. But things like prom, uh, graduation, the parties that actually follow these things, all the things that I, you know, hold dear to my heart and, and tend to look back upon uh, or reflect upon uh, glowingly. There's times where you can be celebrated for all your hard work that you've earned. Uh, so what I decided to do is to have uh, these two seniors on here to kind of say in their own words how this is affecting them personally, um, especially with the loss of, of their senior year. Um, like I said, I, I did initially want to have uh, both of them on. However, um, my nephew, Baron, his, uh, I believe, if is, it, is it his great aunt, Kara? Um, his uncle. His uncle. Yeah. His great aunt uh, passed away and uh, he's actually dealing 
with that with his family. So, uh, you know, our prayers and condolences uh, go out to uh, his family and, and, you know, hopefully, we, you know, we want to leave uh, all good wishes to his family. So I told him, you know, we thought it was best that you know, he be with his mother at this time. Um, but we still do have this other senior here. Hello. And I'll let her <laughs> I'll let her introduce herself. Um so hey y'all. Uh, my name is Kira Pressmack. Uh I'm originally from Houston, um, uh, but I go to school in Boston. And uh, yeah, I'm a graduating senior. Uh, my major is in uh, exercise and health sciences. I have a minor in theater arts. And I was supposed to graduate. Uh, well, I'm still on track to graduate uh, in May of this year. And what's the name of the school? University of Massachusetts, Boston. Okay. Yeah. So, um, well, just, let's just talk first about, I, I guess, just uh, about your experience with going from uh, living in Texas to now attending school in Boston. I mean, I'm pretty sure... That must have been somewhat of a culture shock going from Texas to Boston. Oh, like of that. course. So, of course. So what what was that like? Um it was it was a little challenging at first, you know, being um so young. I mean, I was eighteen when I when I moved up to Boston on my own. I mean, there was still a lot of things I didn't really know about the world. Um, you know, I was still just doing what I do like um you know being in school and hanging out with friends like I was just kind of in my own little world and then I was kind of exposed to you know rent and bills <laughs> so <laughs> that was something um but no it, yeah it was definitely it was definitely a big change a big culture shock for sure um I don't know my my experience here was um I wasn't really around, you know, like Caribbeans or, you know, people from different countries. You know, I was just, you know, people from the South and that that have, you know, born and raised here. So when I moved up there, that's what I experienced a lot of. I mean, I met some Haitians, Dominicans, uh, Cape Verdeans, Nigerians. Like I was it was like a whole new world for me for it in that perspective. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you that that was. Um, that wasn't exactly my college experience. I can say, uh, they, they were there, mm -hmm. but I, uh, you know, I, I think the, the good thing about, um, you were, you went to somewhere out of state yeah, where you were forced to, um, I guess, I don't want to say make friends, <laughs> but you were kind of forced to kind of like, you know, go out where with me, you know, I kind of. I went to school, you know, it was three, four hours away. So, uh, you know, I knew I knew people that had went to my school mm -hmm. and, you know, my high school and things like that. So it was a little easier transition. But I can definitely uh, see what you're saying where, you know, because that was my experience when I actually joined the Air Force. Uh, that's actually why I named the podcast Flight 742 is people well know that was my experience Um you know, it, it was a multitude of different people that I got to meet once I got in the Air Force. You know, just like you said, just being in the South, that's all you kind of knew. Yeah, was just, yeah. So, you know, you, when you get to meet different cultures, you know, guy, you know, I had a guy from Guam, and, you know, a guy from Seattle mm -hmm. and uh, guy from New York. So, you know, that that's kind of the idea of the podcast where it's just like it's not just one particular thing, but you get different things all in one so i can definitely say i understand what you mean by that yeah. um so uh you said you go to umass uh boston correct yes sir okay so were you doing anything there like any extra uh curricular activities any yeah of course i um i mean i was in um softball and theater a lot during high school and when I moved up to Boston, well, even when I got accepted into the school, I immediately, um, e I was emailing the coaches and I was like, here's my video. I want to play. Like, I'm coming to this school. Um, like, let me know if we can meet, blah, blah. So that's how 
that's how that happened. I, I, I'm on the softball team at school and uh, I'm also like, like I said, my, my minor is in theater arts. So I was still taking a, um, a theater class like each semester, but I wasn't really like involved in it until my junior year because (laughs) I kind of thought I was just going to focus on um, softball and realize that I, I couldn't just do that. I, I couldn't just leave it behind. So um, yeah, I started getting involved in theater again my junior year. I was in uh, two shows. Um, I was cast as an actor, and then I was also an assistant director and an assistant stage manager. So yeah, I mean, I was. I think I was pretty busy for. I mean, I know I was busy <laughs> um, <laughs> all throughout college. I was also. I mean, I'm also the president of two clubs: um, the EHS club, which is exercise and health science, which is my major. And then um, our SAT committee, which is the Student Athletic Advisory Committee. Um, So, yeah, I was, you know, I'm going to practice, going to lift, going to rehearsal, going to meetings. Like, I was always on the move. I was always doing something, for sure. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I I actually talked about uh, a few weeks ago. um, I are actually my last episode I talked about how you know the gap that I had in between podcasts was based on uh my vacation that I I had taken um partially because uh my vacation was actually scheduled I was scheduled to go to Orlando actually to Mm -hmm. watch uh hero play softball um unfortunately you know due to everything that's going on you know that that kind of didn't go as planned and you know, things got shut down. So, um, well, first let, let's talk about like, uh, before we get into the softball thing, just, just speak to like, how, how long have you been out of school and what are they doing, I guess, to kind of supplement your actual, uh, learning environment? Yeah. So I've officially been out of school since March 11th. Because I was supposed to leave for Florida on March 12th. Um, and that's also the day that they they canceled school on the 12th and the 13th. Spring break started that following Monday. So yeah, since, since March 11th, we've been out of school. Um, and we all thought we were going to come back probably the week or two after, uh, after spring break. But that obviously didn't happen. So... Um, for now, I mean, they've been emailing us like crazy, um, having like telling us that they're still going to do online classes. And so I was I actually don't have any classes this semester. I um, this is my senior, my last semester. So the last thing I need to do is an internship. And with that, I do have a class that I go to. It was only like once a month uh, for like two hours and they would you know, give us like, um, what's the word? Give us like advice on like how to move forward, like after we graduate, you know, making connections, stuff like that. Um, and then I would just go to my internship every day. My internship was at Equinox and I was a personal trainer. Or I was, I was training to be a person, interning to be a personal trainer. Um, so I was, I was doing that. Uh, but as far as the classes, I mean, they, they're still having online classes, online assignments. Um, everything is like through Blackboard. And then to supplement um, the rest of the hours, because my internship is 400 hours. So to supplement the rest of it, um, we're just doing like an extra project on the side. I mean, it consists of like what we were doing in our internship, what we learned, like what we missed out on, stuff like that. So, uh, so you're saying that you, you, you actually yourself, you don't have to take any classes anymore. Exactly. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, as far as your internship goes, uh, are they going to just give you credit for it or are they asking you to do like certain things while you're at home or how does yeah, that Yeah. So work? we still have, um, throughout the whole semester, we still had like a syllabus. We had assignments. Like I said, we had class once a month. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything that is online, I mean, we, we're just going to do, and then to supplement the hours, we're going to do like an extra, 
um, project. Like I said, it's, it's called a voice thread. And it's like, you make a PowerPoint and just like talk over the slides, basically. Um, right. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically it. Other than that, I'm on track to, to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. So like I was saying about you uh, playing softball, um, I, I, I know, like you said, they've been emailing you back and forth as far as classes mm -hmm. go. Uh, have they given you any, any kind of information as far as, um, you know, playing goals or, you know, did they, you know, I know the NCAA was talking about uh, giving certain uh, players, uh, especially those that played in the spring, another year of eligibility. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of, I, I guess, just talk about uh, what's going on with that. Uh, were you offered that? Was that something, you know, you were going to, that you're considering? Um, you know, just, I guess, just speak to your plans as far as yeah, that goes. Yeah, so when we first found out, um, I was still in Boston. And I was automatically thinking, like, like this is over. Like, I'm not going to get this back. Um, I was automatically thinking, like, okay, now I just have to, you know, move forward, basically. Um, so I think the NCAA, I'm not sure if they, like, if they actually um, gave it back to us. I'm pretty sure they did, but I know they were having a meeting on it on, like, who is going to, um, like, who's going to get their their um, season back, like, whether it's going to be seniors or um, underclassmen or does nobody get it back like I know I know they're I also know they're losing a lot of money too so I know I know yeah. that's like well, a big yeah. part of their decision um but I, I mean if we do get it back I'm, I'm pretty sure we are I was definitely thinking about um it's crazy I was I was talking to my friend about this the other day I was thinking of like like how do I still how am I still gonna be a student like do I still um, have to take classes? Um, like, you know, there's there's still, like, a lot of questions. Like, do I still have to, you know, pay tuition for that, you know? So um, it was, I think it was definitely a consideration for a while. But I think, um, and I'm still talking to, you know, my coaches and my teammates. Like, we're still in great communication. We, like, have, like, a Zoom meeting every Sunday um, at 6 so we're we're still talking. I mean, I don't know like what other steps are being taken for sure, but I mean, I think they know and I think we know that it's it's basically over for for some of us. So I think just kind of like accepting that has been the hardest part. Um because I feel kind of like unfinished. With softball, I think I was ready to move forward once this season was over because I knew it was going to be like, you know, my last time playing. You know, I only have one season left to to go all out, give it 100 um, percent. And, you know, that's that's not happening anymore. So I think just kind of like accepting that and moving forward has been the biggest, the hardest part of that. Yeah. And um, so like, were you, you're, you're saying like you were, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, just preparing for the season and stuff mm -hmm. before all this happened. Um, so was there like, I guess, ex great expectations um, for the team and, and you uh, individually, like uh, just, I, I guess. Yeah, just for sure. To that um, as well. I mean, so my freshman and sophomore year, we actually won our um our conference championships and then like that was the first year my freshman year was the first year that my school has won that in softball um and then that was the first year we made it to uh regional championships as well so we i mean i kind of came in and we set the bar pretty high as as for me as a freshman um so we had to you know keep that going i mean um sophomore year too not saying that you had any all of that. <laughs> no, but no, you know. no. I'm not trying to brag or nothing, but <laughs> but you know, 
No, yeah, we just set the bar pretty high. I mean, we have really high expectations for all of us. So, you know, we came back sophomore year and won it. Junior year, we almost won it. We made it to championships. Um, but we were taken out uh, by Eastern Connecticut. And they had a really good pitcher. So, you know, props to them. They actually made it all the way to the World Series. They were like third place in the in the World Series. So at least, you know, someone from our conference oh. came out guns blazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So just talk a little bit more, I guess, about like how all this is, has affected you, I guess, like, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, just how oh, all of this has just been. We got to talk about kinda... physically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. No. sure. Um, no, yeah, it's been it's been pretty rough. But, you know, I think for a while and even this past week, I think I was kind of. um. I mean, you can, if you want to talk to my mom and ask her, she'll tell you how I've been. I've been in the bed. I've been watching Netflix. I've been eating food, eating good food down here in Houston. <laughs> so that's the, uh, I don't know, my, my little six pack might be going away. <laughs> but it's going to, yeah, I think a lot of people's are, uh, you know, I, I've never really had a six pack, but whatever I had is getting is getting bigger. You know, and I'm one of those fortunate people who life really hasn't changed. I'm still going to work and everything. So I can only imagine what you know other people are are actually you know dealing with with this thing. Um, so I can uh, yeah, I can keep talking. Let's let's talk. I'm sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. So. Let's talk about um, just your experience of having like your semester just just kind of stopped in the middle of it, like just all of abruptly. Like I know you were saying that, uh, you know, like you were you were getting ready to uh, go into spring break, and then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, yeah. Yeah. don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, I know, like I know you're in Boston, and I know, uh, or you you were going to school in Boston. I mean. And we heard reports uh, about like uh, mm-hmm. kids at Harvard there that were just kind of being just yeah. kind of shoved out of their dorm rooms, like you know, go find somewhere else to live type thing. So, you know, just kind of talk to like how that kind of all went down, you know, and, and just kind of abruptly just stopped like that, especially, mm-hmm. you know, like you said. Yeah, I think it all, it, it was, we were kind of going crazy, like thinking about like the next day and the next day and the next day, like there was always something new happening every day. There was always something closing down or like canceled or, you know, all like something new was always happening during that time. Um, So we were all kind of like, I, at first I didn't think it was that big a deal. I didn't think that, mm-hmm. you know, we would be in this position right now. And I'm pretty sure nobody did, but, um, right, yeah, no, yeah. When, like I said, when we first found out about it at first, she, she gave us the news, like my coach, she gave us the news, like in a, in a practice or in like a scrimmage that we were having, she was saying that they might cancel the Florida trip because of the virus. And we were like, what, like, where did this come from? Cause we were practicing, like we were still going, we were still playing, like, like nothing was happening. Right. So, and that that was me just doing everything. Like I was still going to my internship. I was still going to rehearsal. I was still just you know living my life, doing doing what I do. And then, uh, and then they canceled the trip, and I was like, oh okay. And yet you know that's fine. Like we'll still figure out a way to play because everybody was canceling too. Like people in our conference, um, people in like schools in Boston, like all the schools were canceling their spring trips. So if we were all going to be in Boston, we were all still going to play. Um, even though we were in Florida. And then when they, like, I, st- right. I was still very confident that, you know, we would still play. And then when they can- when she said, she said, I'm so sorry, it's canceled. My heart literally dropped into my stomach because you know, going from doing this every day to not, 
and it's I feel like it's different when you're loving what you do because right. now it's like what what am I supposed to to fill that with or how am I supposed to um you know like just how am I supposed to go through this without having that because it was almost like um it was almost like not an escape, but it was just um I, I can't even describe Yeah, yeah. It's you an know, out, an to, to relieve any type right. of stress. You know, it was yeah. fun. Like I've been playing the sport since I was four years old. I'm twenty-two. Like it's like seventeen years that I've been doing this. Nonstop. Literally nonstop. So right. I think I was already prepared being a senior. Yeah. Like I said, I was already prepared to stop after this. I was already prepared to be like oh, you know, this is one part of my life that is is not going to be anymore. Like, I'm, I was ready to move on. I was ready to move forward. And the fact that it was just taken away from me, like, literally right under my nose was, was just very... I was distraught. I am distraught still. So... Yeah, and I... And I think that that's um, that that's kind of like I said the reason why you know I, I kind of wanted to do this this uh, episode here was um, you know like, like I, I you know like I kind of thought about it and I remember you know gearing up and getting ready to go to mm-hmm. uh, Orlando to to watch you play and it was uh, you know, once I found out and I got the news about it, you know, that was kind of my first thought, you know, and I was like, you know, I just kind of, you know, I kind of felt bad for you, your teammates, just, you know, and, and then just kind of branched out from there where it became a, a thing of just, uh, mm-hmm. just all seniors in general that, you know, this, this last year and, you know, like you said, they, they may or may not get the eligibility back or be able to play next year over again but um it's it's just one of the things where it's like how how do you recover from that you know like like you said this this was just kind of mm-hmm. it wasn't something that you did it wasn't something that Out of my you know of your own doing it's just some you know something that you love right you know something that you love like you said you've been playing it for 17 years um yeah. and it's just kind of yanked away from you you know and 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 for you especially and then just women in general um there is no like league i guess you know what i'm saying like if you uh for guys are, that are playing baseball oh, you know, yeah. they might be mm-hmm. able to do like for triple sure. a ball or you know something like that it's really the end of the yeah, road for yeah. you guys it, it, you know college right yeah so that that was kind of uh, my first thought when all this happened was just kind of like man this is it, it sucks because, like you said, you're gearing up for it, and you know this is your last year, mm-hmm. and you ready to you know, put it leave all it, on the line, and sure. you know just leave it out there. Yeah, and it's just yanked away from you. So, you know, I, I can definitely say that was, you know, my heart went out to all Thank of you. y'all, you know, with that. And like I said, that's that was the oh no problem. That was kind of the reason why I wanted to do this, just to kind of you know, I, I felt like. And granted, we all, you know, there, there's a lot of things that are going on. We, you know, we're talking about maybe first world problems here, but you know, for someone like you, like you said, you playing this game mm-hmm. for 17 years. This, this was your world, you know, like this, this was something that you love doing, and now it's just, you know, it's gone. So, you know, I just wanted to like, you know, test to that, and then I know we have, um, like, like people like. Uh, Baron, for example, who, who was on the show, he's a mm-hmm. high school senior, so you know he's going to go on to college. But uh, yeah, he, he was, was still track. doing he was doing track, correct? He was running track, and uh, I don't think what, no, I don't what, think was, he I know he played football. His football this year? season was over. Yeah, yeah, I know the football season was over, but I didn't. No, I don't. I didn't know if he was going to play I, basketball. I just think it was track, maybe baseball. Um, no, just track, I think. No, this track, this track. Because uh, I remember, you know, I've seen, you know, I remember uh, they had just won, they had just taken oh, yeah. first place mm-hmm. at uh, some track meet they were at. Because he was running a four by one, I think, and I think something else he was doing. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like my thought with that, 
But um, so I guess have you talked to any of your like classmates or our teammates or anything and gotten any kind of feedback from them um, on yeah, how they're like dealing said, with we everything? Talk, uh, some of them are like we talk like every Sunday um, as a team and as like uh, like the coaches and everything. Um, and then the coaches will like make one of us the host of the Zoom meeting and um, the coaches leave and then we just talk amongst ourselves. But yeah, I mean, I think we're all feeling the same way. We were all, you know, calling each other, texting each other. Like once it happened, um, you know, I got my, my, my phone was like flooded with messages about like, you know, I'm so sorry that this happened. Um, like you don't deserve this stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I think we're just, I think we're all dealing with it, you know, the same way. Uh, I know most of them, well, they're still, one of them lives in Boston, one in New York and one in Connecticut. And then I'm the only one that's like from, from here, from the South. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're still all, we're all back with our families now. None of us are like alone. Um, we're all staying safe, wearing gloves and, and masks, like to go out and stuff. So yeah, I mean, and they still have classes, so yeah. they're yeah, because the, they um oh. they have different majors than me, so they're still they're still taking their their online classes. I know some of right. them like you have to have like your camera, but I, that's also like a big issue because not everyone has like that type of access. Um, so I know some of them like you have to like log into right. the Zoom and like watch them talk or whatever i know some are just like they just record them like they just record their voiceover um they record their lesson and just like post it online um and i know some students that they're like their whole right. class was just canceled and they the teacher was like okay you get an a but yeah exactly exactly so oh yeah you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I know you were saying um, that y'all still been in the contact or anything with, with your coaches and school or anything like that. So did they give y'all any kind of like, um, I, I guess, like a timeline or anything, you know, as far as uh, a school opening back up or, or, or are they are they kind of optimistic about that or have they just kind of scrapped the whole semester and just said, yeah. you know, I mean, that that's it. They, like, we're just going to yeah, they finish the it out. Like <laughs> they, they, um, they sent out an email, <laughs> I don't know, maybe like two weeks ago, maybe like after spring break saying that uh, remote learning mm -hmm. would only be from the week after spring break to like April 3rd or like something like that, April 6th, maybe. And we would be able to like come back on campus. And then they sent out another email literally mm -hmm. three or four days later in that same week saying that uh, the rest of the semester is going to be online remote learning. And then, um, oh, what was I about to say? Sorry. Sorry, I kind of froze up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've, I mean, they've been staying no, like, okay. pretty confident about like next year. Oh, that's what I was going to say. For um for graduation, they sent us like, well they they sent us an email saying that it was going to be canceled, that they they weren't going to have it, um and then they sent us another email with like a um, a form to fill out, asking like, would we participate in a virtual graduation? Would we come back in like August or sometime in the fall to to do like the real graduation, like just push it back instead of like a f like canceling the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I don't know how many like seniors filled that out. I'm hoping we all did um, so they can get like a better idea of how we want to be celebrated. But um, they haven't, they haven't got, a, got back to us with information about that yet, but hopefully it'll be sometime soon. Right. So I know I was, uh, we were talked about, I guess, the NCAA possibly giving seniors their um, mm -hmm. uh, another year of eligibility back um, in terms of that goes. So, um, but I know you're in a very 
peculiar place with that um, in terms of what your future mm-hmm. plans are versus being able to come back. Um, can, can you can you talk about that? You know. Yeah, I mean, like I what, think it was just like a thought. Particular situation? Where, like, um, I was just considering it um, because I still, you know, want to play. I would play today mm-hmm. if I could. I'd be playing right now. Today's Saturday, right? Yeah, I would be on the field right now. Right. Um, so I think, um, but, but, you know, yeah. like I said, accepting it and moving forward. So I, I don't even know if I, I, well, I didn't really tell anybody this yet. I like, I didn't make an announcement. I'm pretty sure my mom told you, but, um, you know, I got a scholarship to UConn for grad school. Um, yeah, I didn't tell you, you don't know that. What? <laughs> I thought I told, I, well, I, I know I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Oh, she did? Oh, okay. No, your mom. Your mom sent the video. So, <laughs> so you already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why you said you yeah, you told like your mom everybody. is like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, telling your mom is like telling her like, yeah, you, you already made an I know, announcement. I know. <laughs> announcement has been so, made for yeah, you. For, for those who don't know, yeah, I got a scholarship uh, to the University of Connecticut for grad school to get my MFA. Okay, so you know, sorry about the technical difficulties. We actually, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, your mom actually called and interrupted the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She we were talking about her, so, so she decided to call. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was gonna uh take me off though. Yeah, so. I didn't think it would do that either. But um, so yeah, you were anyway. We're you were talking about uh what you're doing after after school uh uh-huh okay so yeah finish. so i'll just yeah so i um for those who don't know i got a scholarship to get my mfa in acting at uconn um and that that's masters of fine arts right yes my ma- my masters of fine arts in, in acting okay um so i was i i auditioned for them back in january and they sent me an offer. You know, it was so crazy because for a while, I don't know if I really knew what I wanted to do after I graduated. Um, but, you know, I was still going to try grad school in both realms of like exercise and theater. So I was applying to colleges um, or grad school programs for, you know, sports medicine. Um, there was like an offer. People were uh, a school in Agnes Scott College, a school in um, Atlanta. They were looking for a grad assistant for the softball team. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I could do that. And I could also, they were also going to pay for, like, my master's in sports administration. So, you know, that was an option for sure. Um, and then when I did, I did the URTA auditions, U-R-T-A. <clears throat> I don't really know what it stands for. But um, it's like this big audition where all the, a lot of member schools, they go and they, like, see your audition they you know you get callbacks you do interviews um stuff like that so I did all that in um in January and then they were, schools can start sending out offers by February 10th of this year uh-huh. um and then when UConn offered me they offered me the week before all of this happened so it was like the first week of March um they offered me and then I I even like took a day off to go visit the campus um, go see the program, go talk to the professors, you know, sit in on some classes, which was really cool, and also see a show. So, you know, after that experience, um, they were also the only school to offer me. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is definitely the next step. You know, like I had it kind of, I had it figured out, you know, I was rocking with it. I was right. like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm about to go to grad school for free. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and I mean, um, that that was that was something that I think kind of, you know, was again, because, uh, you know, the, the idea for me was thinking that like, you know, cause like you said, all this kind of happened all at once. So when you found out about it, <clears throat> you know, we kind of found out about it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so looking at it, it was kind of, you know, like I said, you know, my heart went out to you cause it was, you know, I, the next thought, the first thought obviously was, damn, you know, her senior year is taken away from her. But then mm-hmm. the next 
was, well, you know, maybe because I know the NCAA has these like hardship waivers and things like that that they do sometimes. So it was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, she can go back for a senior year. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people are like suggesting, you know, maybe I could play at UConn or, you know, I like I, I don't know if that's an option because um, I know I'm just going to be super focused uh, solely on school. Because that, that was my plan. My plan was to, you know, get through senior year, get through all the stuff that I was doing, softball, theater at UMass, uh, like I said, the clubs I was involved in, you know, just finish that, get through that, and then move on to this next chapter of my life. And so the fact that all of that just kind of ended, you know, with no notice, with no goodbyes, you know, no, like, going away parties, like, none of that happened, like it was supposed to. Um, so that's, I think that's where I was considering it, because I was like, man, this really did not, you know, end the way that I wanted to, I, I, or I wanted it to. Um, but, you know, I think having the next chapter to look forward to, I think that's, that's what's best for me right now. Is and and you know I might come back to it, maybe three years later after I'm done with grad school, or you know I might get to spring semester of next year and think, oh maybe I want to try out, maybe I want to you know play a few games, you know just to, just to have that again. Um, but I think as of right now, I think I'm accepting it a little bit better, uh, and you know I'm still gonna celebrate regardless. I'm still yeah. gonna. You know, when when all this is over, I'm probably still going to have some type of senior day graduation, get together or a party. Um, and like, I'm still, you know, I'm still going to make posts like I'm still going to I'm still going to, you know, feel that. Um, and I'm still getting my degree. So I'm still going <laughs> to feel that. Uh, what's the word? Like, I'm still going to feel accomplished. I'm still going to I'm, I'm going to be fulfilled. But um, yeah, I think just just having that just gone is it was just ugh, I don't even have words yeah. to describe the feeling <laughs> I don't even have yeah. words <laughs> and I mean that's that's like I said this is, this is basically what this is all about just you know getting giving you a chance or giving you a platform um you know you and Baron as well um mm -hmm. just giving y'all a platform just to kind of you know get get all of those I guess, emotions out, like, you know, being able to actually express, you know, what's going on with these things. Like I said, this, you know, everybody's kind of losing everything, but I think also in the shuffle because um, you guys, like I said, this wasn't your fault. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, y'all have done everything right. Y'all have done everything by the book, you know, done everything you should have. Like you said, you're graduating. Um you know, you were actually done with your classes before your time, you know, mm -hmm. you were actually just in an internship, you know, so you're doing everything right, doing it like you're supposed to, doing it the right way, and, you know, it sucks to just have this kind of taken away from you through no fault of your own. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, like I said, this is, you know, it may be a first world problem, but it's still a problem to, mm -hmm. to someone's world. So, um, so yeah, that, that was kind of, the idea with that and uh just thinking like i said you were you know you actually one of the people who made plans post uh graduation and now it's kind of like uh you know what's going on with that mm -hmm. kind of thing you know kind of limbo um <clears throat> so i guess just what uh you know because we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up pretty soon so just kind of what, or just kind of talk about, I guess, just anything, I guess, if you can find, you know, did or did have you found anything positive about uh, just this whole experience, whether, you know, it's uh, school or with your family mm -hmm. or just, you know, just any kind of positive thing that has come out of being, you know, being at home and, and, and having this whole pandemic take over your life essentially yeah i'm not gonna lie to you the best thing to come out of this pandemic right now for me is eating some crawfish <laughs> <laughs> literally i'm at um i'm at uncle mickey house right now 
and last night that's exactly what we were eating they they had a crawfish boil not for everybody obviously but right. they was cooking it they was like we're still social distancing yeah but you know i'm gonna go and get some <laughs> crawfish <laughs> um so i think that i mean that i know that makes me really happy because for three years during this time, you know, I was, I was in Boston. So I wasn't even able to come down for a day for a weekend for nothing to, during, craw- right. during crawfish season. So I was always missing it. You know, I always missed um, Mardi Gras too. So I think just, I think having that honestly makes me, it, it makes me a little bit happier for sure. Um, but no, yeah, definitely spending time with my family. I don't know how, I mean, how long it's been since, you know, I got to come home in the spring. I mean, it's been three years. So, you know, right. spending this time with my family now, I think it's definitely made me, um, you know, cherish them more for sure. Uh, and, and especially people getting sick. I know people's family members are passing away. Like, I just think um, changing my perspective on this whole situation, um, it, I think it's definitely a positive for me. Uh, like I said, I haven't, I haven't seen Maddie um, I haven't seen you guys for a while. Um, so I think just being able to spend that that time with my family, because I think if I was up in Boston, right, I mean, if I was in Boston right now, I'd be alone. I'd just be in my apartment. Everything else would be closed. Everybody else went home. Um, right. So I'm, I'm very grateful that I even got to come down here, you know, on a flight uh, after all, after all this happened. Um, yeah, I can't say well, I was kind of. I was kind of worried about that myself mm-hmm. when they were canceling flights and, and things of that nature. And then, you know, like, like I said, you know, over, you know, across the street or whatever at, at Harvard, they were essentially just pushing people out of their dorm room and stuff. And like, just, you know, Hey, go find somewhere else. To yeah, live. exactly. I know some people got to stay, um, mm-hmm. especially those like from Italy or from China um, I know they got to stay in their dorms because that's that's how it is at my school too. We just built dorms probably like two years ago, and um, I mean they they almost they were gonna kick everybody out too. But you know the students that are from those places can't really go back right now. <clears throat> I'm actually glad you you said that because that was um, I guess kind of a concern for me or just a thought for me where it was like those you know those guys who. It's okay to say, you know, if you live in New Jersey or, uh, you know, Rhode Island or something like that, you can go back. But what about the people who, you know, the, the foreign students who are from like places like China and Italy and places that are the countries are kind of closed off? So I did have a question about that. I, I was kind of um, wondering what they were doing with with those students that just you know, couldn't go anywhere, period. Like, they just... Yeah, no, like, they're, you know. they're still living there. I'm pretty sure. I know that's how our school's doing it. Um, but, I'm, I mean, I I don't know. I guess maybe they did kick everybody out. Because, <laughs> that, I mean, that really sucks. Like, where, like, where yeah. are they supposed to go? I don't know. Yeah, because I had this kind of picture in my head. I don't know if you've ever seen this old... It's an older Tom Hanks movie called The Terminal, where the guy is kind of... I think something happens with the country that he was from and the country that he, he was coming back from. Like, I think he was leaving America to go America to go back to his country, mm-hmm. but his country was in war, so he couldn't go to his country, but he couldn't stay in America. Oh, wow. So he had to just in the airport. Like there was just nowhere for him to go. What? That's you crazy. Know? Yeah. That. So that, Yeah, so that was just kind of my 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 thought, like my my vision, is just like all of these students just kind of have nowhere to go. St- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, are literally being all of them. Yeah, they got to get jobs at Sabaro, you know, because they're living in the airport because they don't have the weather. So yeah, that was a uh, that was a question of mine as well. Just just my own personal thought process of just how you know they were going to handle that situation. Yeah. Um. So I guess, like, just, you know, before we leave out, uh, do you have any kind of, I guess, you know, for anybody that's kind of dealing with this process or they have kids that are going through, the, you know, similar situations with you mm-hmm. uh, or, or like you with, with um, you know, 
having their senior years taken away. I guess do you have like just any kind of words of encouragement or just you know just some kind of like you know, optimism as far as uh, that goes? Um, yeah, definitely. I think um, for people like me going through this, I think just trying to see like the light at the end of the tunnel, like it, it's it's gonna it's gonna get better. Um, and I feel like for, for students, um, and for athletes specifically, I'm hoping like, you know, the NCAA is, is going to give us our season back. Um, but even if they don't, just knowing that you were able to play as a, a student athlete in college is a blessing. Like, I think looking back, um, I don't think I would have changed anything about my college experience as an athlete. I think it was definitely something that I'm grateful for and something that I was blessed to have and, and, you know, thankful that I was put on the team last minute. I mean, like I said, I was a walk on, I was trying to get in contact with coach after I graduated. Um, So I wouldn't be, I I don't want to say don't be like, too upset that you know the last season is taken like because I mean like I said I'm I was distraught I'm 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 you know extremely sad that I won't get my last at bat or or I had my last at bat and I didn't know I was having it you know right right you know I I ran around the bases for the last time and I didn't even know it um but you know I think just watching and looking back on the years before this happened and the seasons before this, um, I think that's just something we should we should all be grateful for. I think and we say this all the time, like being on a team is definitely a privilege and not a right. So just learning to accept yeah. that and, and be grateful for that. Like, yes, it is still OK to be sad and it's still OK to, you know, to take that time to basically grieve because it's a loss. Um, mm. But, you know. You, I'm 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 gonna put my cleats on anytime. I'm gonna tie my cleats up whenever I want. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the cages right. whenever I want to. Um, so yeah, it's not the end of the world. It'll get better. Yeah. So, is there anything you feel like? I guess, and then maybe this is more, you know, a question for B or, or you know, but I guess you can kind of answer it as well. But just, um, is there anything you feel like? Um, I guess us as as elders, um, <clears throat> like anything you feel like we could do to, I guess, help aid you through this process, whether physically, mentally, whatever. Just is there anything you feel like we should be doing or could be doing to kind of help out with that, um, with that process? Whether, like I said, whether it's just with their own personal children, you know, or just in general, just, you know, is there anything you think that should or could happen? Um, That's a really good question because I'm pretty sure there are things happening. Like I know there's like a lot of mental health groups and um, they've been reaching out to me, you know, through the athletic department. Um, and, you know, I mean, I talked to my mom about this before, when, especially when I first got home, um, at the fact that, you know, I was, I was losing everything. But, you know, I, it's hard for me to say, I mean, because everyone's different, but I know, like, when I got home and my parents, even my parents were asking me, like, what can we do? How do we, you know not fix this, but like, you know, like, what do we say kind of thing? And I was like, I don't know. I really, I really don't know what can help or what can, you know, make me feel better. I know, like, I've been doing things that I couldn't do all the time in Boston here that I enjoy, um, that, that make me feel a little bit better about the situation. Um, but like what, what type of thing? Say again. 
like what type of things you're saying you're doing things differently there or are you well, doing I'm things just, there I'm, that I'm you doing did? more things uh not more things but like like for example like eating crawfish like I couldn't do that every day in Boston so like doing that right. and playing games with my family with my parents and my sister um we play this game called 25 words or less um you know having having dinner with them um being able to continue to work out in my garage because I still have like um like mini bands that I use. Um, I'm not saying I do that every day, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, just, just trying to stay active or trying to, you know, take my mind off of it in some way. But at the end of the day, I'm also just relaxing because I know when this is over, it's going to be grind time again. You know, it's going to be right back right. to the, right back to the money, right back to the grind. Like, so I think really just, I think a lot of people, I think everybody should take this time to, to really rest and, and prepare for when this is over. Um, so that's, that's, that's what I've been doing really, but yeah, I, I don't really know. Um, and I hate to say that I don't know because I'm in this situation. Um, but you know, it's just, I think it just takes time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think everybody, has to kind of be sensitive to that you know that that notion that um you know we don't always think you know as a, as adults i should say sometimes we kind of forget how hard things was when we were mm. kids and um just having to deal with a lot of things and a lot of emotions which um again it's funny and I can't find an, any other uh, event that, that comes to mind um, that affected as many people, I would say. Um, but 9 11, I think. The biggest was, one. Um, yeah. Yeah, for, for me. And it was one of the biggest ones for me because um, I guess it was a similar situation to you. Like you're, you said, you're 22 mm-hmm. now, correct? Yeah, see, I was 21 when when uh, 9-11 happened. And I actually, my shipping date, my original shipping date to leave for the Air Force, I tell people all the time, which is, you know, funny story, but not funny. My actual original shipping date was September 11, 2000. Oh, wow. So literally, That's yeah, crazy. literally the day I was supposed to leave for the Air Force, that happened. stuff started wow, popping up. Wow, I did not know, you know? that. Yeah, so that was, you know, it was a kind of eerie, but, you know, scary, but not, you know, kind of numbing feeling where it was just like, okay, what's happening now? Is something going to happen? You know, it's, it's kind of that that same, you know, limbo mm-hmm. feeling like where it's like you don't know what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, like you feel something about to change. You feel it about to be different. You just don't mm-hmm. know how, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why this kind of hit me a little harder because uh, I, I kind of went through this similar situation at the same time or the same yeah. at that same yeah. age. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of have a mental uh, picture of, of what it was to be that young and and essentially just have the whole world just stop because that's, you know, that's what happened. Like I... I tried calling on base, you know, my crewder trying to get them on the phone. I couldn't get any of my, I didn't know what oh, was going yeah. on. They didn't tell. Yeah. So I was just kind of just waiting. sitting there in limbo waiting for someone mm-hmm. to contact me, you know? So yeah, you know, and I, and I know what I did in terms of mentally having to just be in that, you know, purgatory basically. Where it's just you don't know where you're going, what's going to happen, or yeah. what's next. So yeah, that was um, you know, like I was saying, I, I think sometimes we forget uh, what it was like being that young and having these feelings and having these emotions, and you know, a lot of times just dealing with things that you just are out of your control and being that young and and under having to come to grips with that like you know this for some people this is their first little taste mm-hmm. of adversity where 
you know, this is, it's not in your control and it's not your fault and it sucks, but hey, this is, you know, it, it is. <laughs> what like it are is. you saying, you, you showed up in Boston. Yeah, you showed up in Boston. Now you got to stop paying bills and you got to learn how to budget and you know, do things like that. It's just that kind of, you know, smack against the head type thing where it's like, yeah, this is how, this is life. You know, you got to make do with it. Um, but I want to say thank you, ma'am. Thank you for having um, me. I appreciate you. Oh, no problem. I, you know, I want to say thank you for joining me and uh, expressing your feelings. Um, I want to say thank good luck you. to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> since I can now tell, I can now tell you what I knew. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that everybody knew that they didn't tell you yeah, that we you knew. Know, so I kind of already knew yeah, a little bit, but not really. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, you made it when you told your mom, you made the <laughs> announcement. That was she made it for was, me, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, bro. So you know, like I said, I appreciate you doing this. I love you, and you know, good luck with it. Thank everything. you so much. I love you, too. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. I'd like to thank y'all for joining me here at the Flight 742 Podcast. As always, feedback is always welcome. Please like, share, comment, and I'll try to do better next time. Once again, this is your captain, Jimmy Robichaud, signing off.